Many centuries ago, St. Dominic prophesied that one day through the rosary and the scapular, Our Lady would save the world. Friends, the rosary and the scapular are inseparable, just like Jesus and Mary are inseparable. Praying the rosary and wearing a brown scapular are signs of consecration to Mary. These sacramentals are reminders, but it's not just the object, it's not just sacramental. Mary is reminding, Mary is the one who's reminding all of us to pray and change our sinful ways. And through these sacramentals, Mary is reminding all of us of her son, Jesus, Mary is reminding us of God and how God wants all of us to be saved from hell. My dear friends, today I'm with Father Arnel Panique of the Order of the Discussed Carmelites. I'm Ted and this is the Cause of Our Joy podcast. Hello and welcome, my dear friends. Welcome to Cause of Our Joy podcast. Our topic today is about Our Lady of Mount Carmel and the Brown Scapular. Now, we have a guest from Manila. He's from the Order of the Discussed Carmelites. My dear friends, let's all give a warm welcome to Father Arnel Panique. Hello, Father. Welcome to Cause of Our Joy podcast. I'm fully aware that it's late night in the Philippines. So I, I thank you very much for being here, Father. How are you? Hi Ted, I'm good, no, and I'm happy to be here in your podcast, no, cause of our joy, no? and our topic for tonight, Our Lady Mount Carmel and the Brown Scapular. So I'm happy to be invited here and also share my thoughts and experiences about Our Lady Mount Carmel. So I'm very excited, Father. So before we begin, Father, can I ask you to consecrate this episode to our Our blessed lady. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we praise and thank you for the countless blessings you have showered upon each one of us, especially for those who are joining this podcast. We ask in a special way for the intercession of our blessed mother, our Queen Beauty of Carmel, to bless this program with her maternal presence and inspiration that those who are joining this podcast may learn and uh, may love our Blessed Mother even more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father Arnel, um, we will be talking about the brown scapular today. And I'm sure most of our friends who are listening or watching right now are fully aware that the Brown Scapular is a popular and widely promoted sacramental of the Catholic Church. Father Arnel, yeah. before we fully um, delve into the discussion about the scapular, I just want to quote what the Catechism said about the sacramental itself. So this is from Catechism number 1667. And the Catechism said, and I quote, These are sacred signs which bear a resemblance to the sacraments. They signify effects, particularly of a spiritual nature, which are obtained through the intercession of the church. By them, men are disposed to receive the chief effect of the sacraments, 
and various occasions in life are rendered holy. Now, the Catechism also gave a warning that, and this is from um, Catechism number 1670, sacramentals do not confer the grace of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit in the way that the sacraments do. But by the church's prayer, they prepare us to receive grace and dispose us to cooperate with it. Father Arnel, in a simple way, could you help us understand what a sacramental is? So when we say sacramentals, these are physical objects that we usually use, no? like our rosary beads, our scapulars, our chaplets, our devotional medals, even statues and other objects that lead us in worship. And for many of us, now we have certain uh, objects in our respective homes or even in our selves, you know, like uh, wearing it, putting it in our shirt. No? So in many ways, we have a lot of this. No? That uh, in a way, it aids in our way of worshiping God and our Blessed Mother as well. Thank you, Father. Um, Father, the love and devotion of the Carmelites to Our Lady happened way before the apparition of um, Our Blessed Lady to St. Simon Stock. So, in fact, the history of your order could be traced back to the Old Testament. Could you tell us the story, Father? Carmel is a holy mountain, no? And in the Holy Land, it's uh, known for the natural grandeur, no? the beauty of that uh, biblical mount mountain and actually mentioned in the first book of Kings. No? It is in Mount Carmel that Saint Elijah the prophet called all Israel to assemble. All alone, he defended and proved to the people the existence of the living and true God over the 450 Prophets of Baal. It's a beautiful and 400, Yeah, and 400 prophets of Asherah. The 400 prophets of Asherah. Imagine 400, uh, 450 plus 400, 850 prophets against Elijah, Elijah alone. No? And his conviction no? and uh, his uh, courage to fight and to show to the people who is really the living God, the, the God that these prophets are proclaiming, or Elijah's God. There in that holy mountain of Carmel, Elijah proved the existence and power of the true and living God. That is why when the people witnessed that, the, that when Elijah prayed, to God, no? to show to the people. And the fire of the Lord consumed all burnt offerings. And when the people saw this, they fell on their faces and said, the Lord indeed is God. The Lord indeed is God. Wow. No? That's why uh, Carmel really becomes a popular... Uh, holy mountain in the Holy Land. One of the mountains mentioned in the Holy Scriptures. But how will you connect it to, to the existence of Carmelites? Mm -hmm. 
It's only in the 12th century when a group of crusaders, you know, crusaders from different places, would uh, stay in the caves of Mount Carmel. So the Carmelites started as crusaders before they became hermits of Mount Carmel. So for, for some time, you know, they're searching for, for the living God. They stay there, find their place in that holy mountain, and they lived as hermits. No? So the focus of the lives of the early Carmelites, or formerly crusaders, are silence and solitude. That's why the, the contemplative dimension of the Carmelite comes in. I see. It's quite long after, no? uh, from, uh, from the early times to the 12th century, and then until they were formally formed. No? And uh, St. Albert of Jerusalem gave them a rule of life no, to follow in that mountain. That's why the, the name of the brothers, brothers of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. No, no priests before, no distinction. But they are all hermits. And the first chapel that they have in Mount Carmel was dedicated under the patronage of Our Lady, no, the first chapel in that holy mountain. So Father Arnold, this leads uh, perfectly to, uh, to my next question. What's the story mm. behind um, the, the hermits or the, 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 first, the first group of Carmel, Carmelites? Um, mm. What's the story behind them meeting our Blessed Lady? I think the Carmelites from the earliest time of the order's existence have developed that great love for Mary. Now, as Mother of Jesus, they knew there is no better way of imitating the life of Jesus than pondering the exemplary life of Mary, his dearest mother. Now, there's no such as um, they have visions, they have extraordinary experiences with Mary, but because of their love for God, of course, no? you cannot just uh, honor the son without acknowledging the mother. No, that's why for them, the exemplary life of Mary really inspired them, no? And their love for Mary is manifested in their simple way of uh, reverence, their gratitude, their invocation and trust for her. And with all humility, they are striving also to live in intimate union with Mary. In fact, as what I have said a while ago, their first chapel in Mount Carmel was dedicated in her honor and patronage. And that's how Mary play a very important role in their lives. No? So it goes from generation to the next, no? that great love for Mary from the very beginning up to the present. No? How special Mary is to each and every one of us Carmelites and to a lot of people who are following her example. No? <laughs> now, Father, um, what's the story now behind... Um... St. Simon's Stock and the Brown Scapular? Uh, according to tradition, no? actually, sa tradition, no? in, uh, fifth, in 1251, when St. Simon's Stock was then superior general of the Carmelite order, he was concerned about the future. No? So many problems befallen the, the order that uh, the future is at stake. 
So on July 16, on that year, he was praying and fasting, asking Mary by some sign of grace to show her maternal care and protection. Our Lady then appeared to St. Simon with a brown scapular in her hand. And uh, what our Blessed Mother told him, take this scapular, it shall be a sign of salvation, a protection in danger, and a pledge of peace. Whoever dies wearing this scapular shall not suffer eternal fire. No? According to tradition, this is the promise of our Blessed Mother to, to St. Simon's Stack. And uh, it's been handed from generation to generation, this belief. But uh, when we say devotion to, to Our Lady through her scapular, it doesn't mean that if you have the scapular, you will be saved. Mm. You have to do something. No? Kasi sabi ni uh, St. James said, prayer without work is dead. Mm-hmm. The same thing, even you're imposed with a brown scapular, if, and then you're not doing anything, like uh, following the, the virtues of our Blessed Mother, developing and uh, deepening your prayer life. And as a whole, not just wearing the scapular, but it can be seen in your way of life that the presence of our Blessed Mother, of our Lord, is really alive in you by living good Christian lives. And um, one of the requirements also not to, to have yourself entitled that just uh, uh, by the things that I mentioned a while ago, no? regular confession also. Mm-hmm. And how will you show your devotion to our Blessed Mother? Like praying her rosary. Mm-hmm. No? That uh, it's been part of your day-to-day living if not every day, as, as much as possible, you try your best to, to pray as often as possible. No? They said, uh, when we pray to Our Lady, when we pray the Hail Marys again and again, if you truly love her, it becomes sweeter even more. You're not bored of repeating the Hail Marys again and again. No? So the same thing, when we love Our Lady, we have to show it through our spontaneous actions. No? Not because we are hoping and uh, aiming that when we die, we will enter heaven right away because we have the scapula. No, it's how we live out fully the virtues, the example by our Blessed Mother through her scapular. So, so I, I believe, Father, that the brown scapular that we wear right now, I'm wearing one right now, Father, mm. isn't really the, the original form that Mary handed to St. Simon Stock. In fact, tradition said that Mary gave a garment a of garment. the Carmelites. Is it true, Father? The garment, actually, we call this uh, one. This is, the scap- there, this is our scapular. Amen. No? This part is the scapular. So, at present, if you can see the scapulars, no, it's made of brown cloth. Yes. We have two kinds of scapulars actually, no? made of cloth, and the other one made of plastic. But inside the plastic scapulars, there's a small cloth also, oh. brown cloth no? inserted inside. 
just to signify that the essence of the scapula is still there. It's more practical. It's plastic. No, it would stay longer than the than the cloth. That is why most commonly used, especially here in the Philippines, were the the plastic. But in OA, inside, there's a small cloth. What's the story behind, you know, um, the Carmelite order wearing this garment? And how did it end up to a small piece of cloth like this? Actually, as Carmelites, this is our, as I've said yeah. a while ago, this is our scapular. And for people you know, who are living simple lives outside, this is to be made as accessible to them by making it small, part of it, but... Actually, the, the essence of this is it's a sacred cloth. Yeah, so it's part of mm. your habit and it's out of the generosity of the Carmelite order to share this habit to the people back then. And to, yeah, yeah. And also to, to help them establish that uh, intimate relationship with our Blessed Mother. It's, it seems like that the scapular is for all. No? For us Carmelites, yeah, we're wearing this habit, but for people outside, they are also having this scapular, no? Just to be to become closer to our Blessed Mother and also living out the virtues that she lived during her life. Now, we're, we're talking about um, holy garments. In, in the Bible, it is believed that when Elijah was taken up to heaven, he left his cloak and Elisha, his successor, picked it up. Mm. And you know, it's basically like a handing down of a garment to be worn. Okay, there's also mm. this Catholic tradition. Um, and again, it's this is only tradition. And the Catholic tradition yeah, yeah. says that Saint Thomas was Saint Thomas the Apostle was not present on the day Mary assumed to heaven. Um, but he wasn't really totally absent. He, he arrived three days late because he was coming <laughs> from India. And so we know mm. that Mary loved all of the apostles. Um, so the Eastern tradition tells us that because Thomas was not there. Um, when Mary was saying goodbye to the apostles, Mary appeared to Thomas and gave him the belt, Mary's belt or girdle that she was wearing as a proof that, you know, Thomas was not going to be left out. And Mary appeared to the other apostles. Mary, of course, would also appear to Th- Thomas. And more importantly, it became a proof that, that Mary assumed to heaven. And this belt, this relic, is um, called the Sacra Sintola, which is now in... Prato Cathedral in Italy. So, so mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say here, my dear friends, is Mary is known to give out a garment to be worn by the followers of Christ. There's something special about being clothed in Mary's garment. In fact, there's something profoundly special in being clothed in a holy garment. Father, could you share your thoughts about this? You, uh, what's so special about being clothed in a holy garment? Being clothed in a holy garment. Uh, for me personally, it made me realize how much our Blessed Mother love and care for us. Of course, every time we wear our habits, it reminds me of that endearing presence of our Blessed Mother in our lives. Our name itself, no? Discuss Carmelite priests and brothers, no? But of the order of Our Lady among Carmel. So, as a main patronage, patroness of our order, we feel her maternal love and care for us. No? And especially when times that you are really tested, that we are really tested, personally, I really feel how much our Blessed Mother cared through, through manifesting her 
a presence. At times, he uses other people to manifest her love and care for us. In many ways, you can really feel how much our Blessed Mother really care for us. Sometimes it's beyond explanation. You can just feel it deeper than you. That basta. Yeah, she's always there for you. Father, what I think what some people don't realize is, you know, that the right of baptism, which is the right of entry to the Catholic Church, also involved mm-hmm. um, putting on a holy garment. And I love the Catholic yeah. baptismal rites because I think that our baptismal rites is very beautiful beyond words. There's a part of the baptismal rites mm-hmm. where Mary's intercession and together with the saints, you know, the Mary's intercession mm-hmm. are invoked. And later during the baptism, um, the person who is being baptized is clothed with, with a white, white, garment. white garment. The priest says this, Father, um, I'm sure you're aware of this, but just for yes. the benefit of those who are, are listening or watching, the priest would say this, you have become a new creation and have clothed yourself in Christ. See in this white garment the outward sign outward of your Christian dignity with your family and friends to help you by word and example Bring that dignity and stain into the everlasting life of heaven. So for me, Father, wearing a a holy garment is a symbol of man's dignity. That dignity that God gave to all of us before the fall of man. That dignity of living in God's own image and likeness, Father. What are your thoughts about Mm. this? You know, so every time I uh, preside, in the in the baptism, no, at at that certain uh, part about the white garment, for me it's uh, it's a sign that uh, you have to preserve also your your purity before God because you're being cleansed, and that white garment signifies that you are being purified by God. That you have to protect yourself, no. That's why no make that um, dignity unstained, no, by whatsoever blemishes that you are being uh, uh, chosen by God, blessed by God, purified by God. Uh, so this uh, white garment or the holy garments that, that we have in the church signifies that uh, unfailing love, care, and protection of our Lord and, of course, of our Blessed Mother as well for all of us. You've mentioned this before, but... Um... Just for the sake of you know um, emphasizing this, um, what are the promises of Mary to those who who would wear the brown scapular, and what are the privileges or ind- indulgences that we have? Knowing that Saturday is our latest day, there's a special indulgence, no, for for those who died on Saturday. It says that our Blessed Mother will be the will be the one to to carry them to heaven. But at the same time, what is more easy to realize is once our Blessed Mother is in our lives, no? regardless of what particular day the Lord will take you, as long as you entrust your life to our Blessed Mother, she will always find a way for us. No? And for sure, she will always be there too, to aid us especially in times of need, in times that uh, we say our goodbye in this world. But what is more important, siguro, is, the, what is the important thing is 
how we live out fully the virtues of our blessed mother, how we try our best to be truly her sons and daughters. No? They said that our surest way to, to Jesus is our blessed mother, to Jesus through Mary. So how we put Mary in our day-to-day undertakings, paano natin, no? how do we put her together with Jesus at the center of our lives each day as our ultimate guide? And for sure, our Blessed Mother, if we always uh, seek her presence day by day, she will always be there to, to inspire us no? to be the best that we can be for, for God. And our Blessed Mother will show us the way. That is why being uh, with Mary is something that we have to be proud of because our Blessed Mother, no matter what, will never, ever leave us. Especially in times of need, in times of temptations, in times that our faith is really tested, our Blessed Mother will always be there for, for us to keep us going. Huh? to show us the right way to her son. Now, I've mentioned um, when, I, when we started this podcast that the Brown Scapulary is one of the widely promoted sacramentals of the Catholic mm-hmm. Church, um, especially throughout the years. Um, there are many, many popes who, who quoted or who, who talked about the Brown Scapulary. I just want to give a few examples. Um, mm-hmm. In the 17th century, Pope Paul V declared that the Carmelite to quote, the Carmelite fathers may preach that those Christians who piously believe in the help which the souls who have departed from the life this life in charity have worn throughout their lives the scapular, who have led a chaste life, have recited the little hours of the Blessed Virgin Mary, have abstained from meat on Wednesdays and Saturdays, may derive after death, especially on Saturday, the mm-hmm. day consecrated to the Blessed Virgin by the Church through the unceasing intercession of Mother Mary, her pious petitions, her merits, and her special protection. And this is what Father Arnel was talking about. And Pope mm. Pius XII declared that the scapular is a manner of achieving safely our eternal salvation for the holy scapular, which may be called the habit or garment of Mary, is a sign and pledge of protection of the Mother of God. But my, my dear friends, let's be careful here. St. Louis-Marie de Montfort warned us about false devotion to Mary. And this is what Father Arnel is telling all of us. Now, now I talked about the true and false devotion of our Blessed Lady, uh, of, of true and false devotion to Mary by St. Louis-Marie de Montfort in my May episode. I'm going to put the link to this podcast in the, in the description. But um. What I'm trying to say here is St. Louis-Marie de Montfort talked about presumptuous devotees. And these are people who wear the brown scapular or who, who say the rosary to obtain the privileges and promises granted to it. But these people do not actually do anything to convert themselves from their sinful mm. ways. So they're called presumptuous because they presume they presume mm. that Mary would save them by wearing a brown scapular. But Mary isn't our savior Okay, this is what Father Arnel is telling us. Um, they, we need to have true, true repentance, um, true penance, convert from our sins, so we could be saved. <clears throat> Father, any other ad- 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 additions to that? 
Yeah, that's a um, common problem with people. No? They thought they have the scapulars, they pray regularly, they can be saved. But what I have mentioned a while ago is there should be a transformation in ourselves, no? Not just by words of repeating again and again our prayer to our Blessed Mother, but there's some changes in our life, no? Conversion. We need to be truly sons and daughters of our Blessed Mother by our way of life. How we follow the life of our Blessed Mother in our own way. Even how much we pray every day, nothing will happen if we still continue our vices, we still continue our old ways. The most effective way of following our Blessed Mother is our efforts to change for the better by doing something that will really please our Blessed Mother and our Lord. And this can be done if we also try our best also to, to do something, something that really pleases our Lord and our Blessed Mother. So wearing the scapular should be coupled with regular prayers. No? How do we interact? How do we reach out to people around us with generosity and love? Meaning, even the way we deal with everyday life and challenges, even at times we're not saying a lot of things, it can be seen through our actions. The way we reach out to people around us, it can be seen right away if it is real or just to, uh, to be affirmed and to be... Uh, acknowledge. But what's important and what is really visible is our call for humility. No? That's the very virtue that our Blessed Mother also wants us to embrace, how to be truly humble like her. Mm-hmm. No? Even in our service, the more we reach out to people around us, the more we have something to offer, the more we need to remain humble, remain little in the eyes of people, but the Lord will, will be the one to, to repay what we have done, no? even at times away from the limelight, away from people's, uh, people's affirmations. Uh, wearing a scapular, some people might think this an amulet or a magical charm that if they have this, uh, they are, in a way, having extra power or, <laughs> or um, extra benefits. But still, it's how we put into action the teaching and example set before us by our Blessed Mother. In a way... Um... When we, you know, there, there are so many saints and popes who said that wearing a brown scapular is a sign of Marian consecration. But like what mm. Father Arnell said, it, it's only an outward, outward sign. Like any sacramental, it's only an outward sign. What matters is if we're truly consecrating our lives to our Blessed Lady and to our Lord Jesus Christ, there should be a sincere and profound and real conversion within us. Yes. So, Father, mm. is there a proper way of wearing the brown scapular? For those who are new, no, no, meaning never been imposed before, 
the first imposition should be done by a priest. Not necessarily a Carmelite priest, but any priest as long as he know the formula. No? There's a prayer attached to it, the blessing of the scapular and the blessing of the individuals. And uh, there's a short form of giving the scapular, no? like these words. Receive the scapular, a sign of your relationship with Mary, the mother of Jesus, whom you pledge to imitate. May it be a reminder to you of your dignity as a Christian, serving others and imitating Mary. Wear it as a sign of her protection and of belonging to the family of Carmel. Voluntarily doing the will of God and devoting yourself to building a world through to his plan of community, justice, and peace. Then have the image of our Blessed Mother kissed by the person to be imposed and then have him wear it. So after kissing it, not if just uh, the priest will have you wear it this way, no? Okay. The blessing of the scapular goes with the first one. For your succeeding, uh, once it is uh, already old and uh, needs to be changed, the blessing still goes with the first. So no need to have it blessed the second oh. and the succeeding uh, scapulars that you will be using. No, it's, it goes with the first uh, imposition and blessing that you have. So all the succeeding, because some would think every time they, they change their scapulars, they need to be, they need the scapular to be blessed. But actually, the blessing goes with the first. So the second and the succeeding scapular that you will be wearing, no need to be blessed. Yeah, so, so just to clarify, um, especially for our listeners and viewers, we need to be invested in the brown scapular. We can't just buy and get yeah. a, buy a scapular and get it blessed and wear it. We need the priest mm. and we need the priest to invest us or to impose us to the brown scapular. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. Father, you mentioned that, you know, we've been talking about the privileges of um, mm. wearing a brown scapular, but you also mentioned protection. Now, um, mm. the, the promise of the scapular um, is salvation from the fires of hell. So basically, mm. it's obtained after death. My question is, mm. can one really obtain protection while here on earth, if you wear a brown scapular? Can one really be protected from the devil while here on earth if they're wearing a brown scapular? It, said, it is said no, that Satan hates the brown scapular and the evil spirits become powerless when the wearer of a scapular faces temptation. No? I've been encountering these words again and again. But I think, no, because if you devote yourself, if you entrust your, your whole self, your whole family to our Blessed Mother, and all of you are wearing scapular, and you keep praying regularly, no, the, the rosary, no, they said that the devil really hates when, when people are praying the rosary. It's really though painful to their ears. No? But as Catholics, no, the more... We pray the more we show to the world that we really love our Blessed Mother. And knowing that the scapular is from Our Lady, it is our conviction that she will always be there to protect us, especially against the devil. No? It's our conviction, our hope, and our prayer. So let us all be consistent in doing all these things. No? Doing our part would ensure that our Blessed Mother will always be there for us to protect us 
there's even a story before that I that I heard. Now there's one family whose uh, house was burned by fire, and the members were able to escape the fire unharmed because they all have their scapulars. Wow! Now there are there are stories. Different stories in the past that you can hear again and again. How much our blessed mother care for them, like this uh, sacramental, like this uh, uh, scapular. I think it's our belief that will lead us to be more determined, to be more brave in facing the uncertainties, temptations of life, even the temptation of the devil. No, if at the first place we know that. Uh, because I have the scapular, I pray regularly. I entrust my family, all my cares to our Blessed Mother. I'm not afraid of the devil. Something like that, but that you're being empowered by our Blessed Mother Amen. to do something. Yeah. So, yeah, I like what you said, Father, because it's a reminder to all of us that the power isn't really on the object itself. It's not mm. on the sacramental. The power is on our faith. And how much yes. we believe that God will and our blessed lady will come mm. to our aid. Thank you so much, Father, for saying yeah, that. Yeah. And just to remind everybody that the sac yes, the sacra the uh, sacramental, like uh, Brown's capillar, could protect us from the devil, from any diabolical attack. But like what Father Arnell said, let's remind ourselves that the scapular is not an amulet. It, yeah. it <laughs> you've heard you've heard me say this before, my dear friends. And I always say this, that for us to, to be able to let go of the foothold of the devil in, on our lives, we need to go to confession. And confession is the only way that we could get rid of that grip of the devil in our lives. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a really believer of the beauty of the sacrament of confession. And, you know, and it's not just confession, my dear friends. After we go to confession... We need to have true conversion. We need to change our sinful ways. And this is the only way we can show our love and devotion to our Lord Jesus Christ and to our Blessed Mother. Now, Father Arnel, coming from the, yeah. the point of view of those people who are against the Catholic Church, now they say that I'm already saved by the crucifixion and death of Jesus. Why should I wear a sacramental or why should I wear Brown scapular. It's our way of showing uh, our respect, our love for our Blessed Mother. Yeah, there are people no, from other denominations that do not believe on Mary. But uh, what can we do? We have to respect that. But for us Catholics, no, it is our fervent faith that leads us to that realization. I remember when I was a kid, no. There's a community of Dominican sisters nearby on my way going to the city. And along the highway, they have a big chapel. And on the wall of the chapel, every day when I look at that chapel passing by along that area, I can see that uh, big bold letters, what it says, now from the words of St. Dominic. No? It says, one day, there's a big image, a life-size uh, painting of our Blessed Mother, and there's a quote from St. Dominic beside it. One day, through the scapular and the rosary, I will save the world. I cannot forget it because I was a kid and every day 
back and forth, I would always see that in the wall of the big chapel, and it's along the highway, with the, with the um, a giant image painting of our Blessed Mother holding the rosary and the scapular. So it stick to my mind, even as a young boy, this powerful effect of the rosary and the scapular in our lives. If we really take them seriously, that is why, no, when you say just scapular, we cannot uh, really separate it from the rosary because when we are devoted to our Blessed Mother through the scapular, one way of enhancing even more our love for her is by praying the rosary. No, it always goes hand in hand. And that goes from Saint Dominic. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you so much. And, and yeah, to well, all those people who who love our Blessed Mother and are thinking of consecrating your life, lives to our Blessed Mother, it's not just about praying the rosary daily. I mean, praying the rosary daily, wearing a brown scapular or wearing a miraculous medal. These are signs of our love for our Blessed Mother. But we can love our Blessed Mother more if there's going to be a true conversion in us. True conversion in us because our Blessed Mother would like us to remove the thorns and uh, the wounds, heal the wounds of Christ. Do you have any final words, Father? Uh, for everyone who are joining this uh, podcast, one thing I just want to ask each one of you, our Blessed Mother will always be there for us. No? So in good and bad times, don't forget to ask for her presence, for her inspiration day by day that she will strengthen your family relationships and even will help you to be more sensitive to the needs of people around you, you know? especially during this time of crisis around the world. But there's war, there's pandemic. How can we be truly sons and daughters of our Blessed Mother in our own little way of helping those people around us who are in need? And just be more sensitive. And our Blessed Mother will be happy seeing you reaching out to them with generosity, love, and joy. Father, thank you so much. And uh, You're welcome. That you could invite you to, to this podcast at some point in the future. My dear friends, yeah. I encourage all of you to wear a brown scapular. It is a request of our Blessed Mother. She said that wear the scapular devoutly and perseveringly. It is, a, it is my garment. To be clothed in it means you are continually thinking of me. And I, yeah. in turn, am always thinking of you and helping you to secure eternal life. So, my dear friends, the brown scapular is a symbol of our love for Mary. And again, the brown scapular is not Mary-centered. Mary, through her prayers and intercessions, is helping us to be saved from the fires of hell. And Mary is leading us to the sacred heart of Jesus. She does this because she is the mediatrix of all grace and she is co-redemptrix. Mary is our mother. And believe you me, my dear friends, you know, like what Father Arnell said, she will do everything she could to help the persons who show her love and devotion, especially if we do it unconditionally. So my dear friends, let's pray the Hail Mary. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou Bless amongst you. women, and blessed is the fruit Jesus of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy Mary, Holy Mary Mother, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, thank you very much, Father Arnell. 
Thank you, you welcome, all of ben. you, my dear friends. We will see you again soon. And never ever forget that Mary keeps all of us in her most immaculate heart. God bless. Yes. God bless everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you have been blessed with this episode, please click the subscribe button. Ave Maria.